Welcome to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Curtis Birch, host and producer on News Radio 630, WLAP, the home of the Cats. And I'm Kyle Tucker of The Athletic, and together Curtis and I are here every day, Monday through Friday, talking the Cats. If it's a big deal to the Big Blue Nation, you can hear it right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. This edition of the show is brought to you by Birch Sheet Metal. We'll tell you a little bit more about them in a bit. We got some stuff to talk about, a little football, some basketball news, and Brad Calipari's travel adventures, plus behind the scenes of us guest hosting KSR. Uh, but let's start, Kyle, with the, the Kerry Blackshear stuff. I touched on this on the last edition of the show before we got into the conversation with Josh Edwards about football recruiting. Um, but I'll just ask you, like, what is, what are your, where do you think this Blackshear situation is? What are your kind of thoughts? Seems to be down to Arkansas, Tennessee, Kentucky, Florida, and then the Maybe Possib- Texas A&M, maybe, maybe going back to Virginia Yeah, Tech. so there's there's a lot of options on the board, but where does it stand in your eyes? Well, I mean, it's 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 interesting that he's done basically a tour of the SEC, of the good teams and one bad one, <laughs> one historically good team, Arkansas, presently not very good, mm-hmm. with a new coach. And then the, you know, contenders, Florida and Tennessee and Kentucky. Um, I, I thought things were kind of cooled off and maybe fading hope fading for Kentucky to get Blackshear just from a lack of information as much as anything. But the fact that he's going to visit and maybe this is it for him. Maybe this is, if this, I would say if this is his last visit and it's at Kentucky, mm-hmm. that is a very good thing for them that they get the sort of the last crack at making that pitch. And they've obviously been involved from the beginning. Once it like, from the moment that he put himself in the transfer portal, I think Kentucky's been involved. Uh, I would imagine Kenny Payne is the point man there. Kenny's a guy who likes to work behind the scenes. Um, you know, with guys he's recruiting, a lot of times it doesn't pop until they're ready to make the announcement, which may may give us some idea why it was there was so much weirdness when, when the information came out that Kentucky was in play. And then it was like, you know, the family saying, oh, no, we haven't talked to him. Well, uh, yeah, okay, maybe we did talk to him. No, no, he hasn't. Cal hasn't visited us in home. Uh, Maybe he did. Um, That may have been a Kentucky thing. Like, they just, they wanted that off the radar. I think think they like to sort of sneak attack people sometimes, uh, and particularly Kenny Payne. And, you know, as we know from, we've talked about Kenny and the way families think of him, parents and players both. He's a, a big-time draw, and when he kind of sets his sight on somebody, he's a hard guy to say no to, especially if you're a big man and you want to be developed. Blackshear is a guy who really wanted to be a pro, took it to the deadline, like real late, and he may have been one of the very last guys, if not the last, to pull out of the draft because it was obvious he wasn't going to be drafted. And if that is his dream... I mean, Kenny Payne is a guy who's been a hands-on developer of DeMarcus Cousins, uh, Anthony Davis, Willie Cauley-Stein, Carl Anthony Towns, um, Bam Adebayo, all these guys. And the other piece of that is not he didn't just work with them at Kentucky where they and their families rave about him. The proof is kind of in the uh, what you say, what you do versus what you say, obviously means more. And what the players do 
who've played for Cal, the big guys that are in the NBA, is come back here every summer to work out. We we had Paul Washington on KSR when we guest hosted this morning. And he mentioned just in passing, he was talking raving about Kenny and how he still talks to him, but it mentioned in passing, PJ's coming back here next week to work out with Kenny. All these NBA big men love him while they're here and then come back and work out with him when they're in the NBA. And they say, mm-hmm. Bam Adebayo has said that his workouts are harder than anything he goes through the NBA. So point being, if you're Kerry Blackshear and the only thing you're missing from your college career is being developed to be a pro big man of his list of suitors. Kentucky is, I would say far and away. Yeah. You know, in terms of reputation for developing big guys, the, you know, the easy choice. Now, if you're talking about, I want shots and minutes, the clearer path is all of the other options. Yeah. Now I think he's going to get all the minutes he wants at Kentucky, but there are other good players here. Big men. Florida has basically none. They need him. He would start. He'd play 38 minutes a game if he wants. I think Tennessee has a pretty pressing need because they lost not only Grant Williams and Schofield, who's whatever he is. He's like a like a post player who plays on the wing, a little sawed-off shotgun. And then uh, was it Kyle? Is his name Kyle Williams? I can't remember. The, t- the big guy. The Canadian kid. Because uh, they were making all jokes out. Tennessee's going to go play in Canada. And then there was like memes that he was sending out about him making like a face. Like, really, guys? Going to go back to my hometown after I graduate? <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot that. Yeah, they're playing like a, what, their summer exhibition. Yeah, the Drake Bowl. Um, They need a big guy. I assume Arkansas does. I mean, I don't. They lost Gafford. So. I don't, oh, right. Yeah, they lost Gafford to the NBA. Uh, yeah, I mean, all the, everybody would want this guy. We were, I yeah. mean, this is the and all need, They all need him more than Kentucky. Does. Probably, yeah. And But I think the, the, the thing about him is he would be the best player. The, I should put it this way. The most proven uh, player from a production standpoint on any of these teams. Right? Like, I think that yeah. that's pretty clear in a way. I uh, there's there were lists that have come out where he is listed as an All American and he doesn't even have a team yet. So that just shows you the talent that he has and and pe- some of these people that are putting those lists together, they know that you know he'll, he's going to be awesome no matter where he ends up. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think his success is really it, really hinges on which one of these places he I mean, he's going to be a good college player. I agree. So then, if the other piece of it is, how can I? You know, what's the best place to like sharpen or smooth out any rough edges in my game? Sharpen this skill or that skill that I know the NBA wants to see. One, who's best at developing those guys? And the other is like, whose style of play is going to let me showcase X, Y, and Z? So that, I think that'll be the question. But I, I do think if Kentucky has the last visit, I, would, I, I think I would probably pick Kentucky for him if they are in fact the last visit. Um, and I would say if they do get him, as we mentioned on KSR this morning, I don't see any holes left on this Kentucky team. You know, I don't, I don't have any, I don't have a single big question. I mean, there are questions, but big ones that I like can keep you out of the final four kind of questions. I don't have those anymore. If they get them, they're a legit 10 deep. If they get them, yeah, you know, they have 10 now. But you know, you don't know what you're going to get out of, um, yeah, Dante, Dante Allen with the injuries more than almost anything else. Yeah, because I yeah. mean, he 
tore the ACL and then hit the collarbone. Uh, or I forget the shoulder area injury. I don't know if you in know. In the car that. accident. Yeah. yeah, in his in his car accident. So yeah, I mean, ten, eleven deep, legitimately. You're too deep in the post positions, and you already we already know they have multiple ball handlers. They have three guys who could play point guard. Yeah, including the true point guard who's returning as a returning starter. Three really really good wing options that could that are versatile and could play three or four. Yeah, and then yeah, a, all, and man. then a super scorer in in Maxi at the two guard. Um, they like to be called combo guard. Yeah, combo guard. I mean, and that's Do you probably like combos. A, yeah, I, I I was not all the kids in high school that I was friends with you, loved those, but I kind of found them know, a little gross. I don't like to what? bite into a, a cracker okay, this and have is, well, like mushy well, stuff let's, come let's out. Let's get weird. Um, <laughs> like this is my and I and I literally only eat combos when I'm driving because okay. you know you have you have to have your hands on the wheel as you drive. Um, and how I eat them, well, I guess I do like put a, put one in my mouth so uh, for like a second, <laughs> unless I had like an aardvark tongue or something, anteater tongue. But anyway, what I do is I like bite the pretzel off around the cheese filling in my mouth. Why is that not gross? I'm like gagging. I'm really gagging into this microphone. And, and then I like eat the pretzel. I don't like take it out of my mouth or anything at all. It's like a, like a seed, like I'm shelling a seed, like, like a sunflower seed, but I'm not spitting anything out. You know what I mean? Well, like I'm getting the cheese log in the middle. I really don't want to hear any more about that. <laughs> okay. I think we're going to get an FCC <laughs> violation for the, the your FCC description. FCC won't let me be for let your, me be me. <laughs> description of eating combos. I think combos are gross because I don't want paste that's been flavored, like the pizza combo. and the, Flavored the, paste. You know, I don't want paste that's been flavored to taste like something else. I think it's that's super gross. Wait, I thought that they just made that out of the... Whatever they thought they just yeah they just mush up pizza <laughs> pizza combos like a peanut butter's fine they make peanut butter combos I, I don't assume. know if they make them but I mean they're the same concept with yeah the I mean I like peanut I like pretzels. peanut butter inside pretzels those little pretzel bites with peanut butter beyond that I don't like things that have that fake cheese mush uh, I don't like the cheese crackers I like the I like the orange crackers that have peanut butter in between them yeah because that's that's a natural color of a i know i get the hypocrisy Yeesh. of this but it's not mushy the crackers are not mushy anyway <laughs> i love those I, like to me best gas station snack classic gas station snack not the newfangled all the candies and stuff is the is the orange cracker with the peanut butter I, best I, current you know new creation is sour gummy worms you're like a kid yeah, I love sour candy. It is very good. That's the only kind of candy I eat. I don't eat, really eat chocolate or anything anymore. Just Speaking sour of candy. sour, there is a person who has made a, the UK quarterback sour. And we're going to talk about that after this. Because it's time to tell you about Birch Sheet Metal. If you need metal roofing or siding for a residential or agricultural project, go direct to where it's made. That's Birch Sheet Metal. They've got classic rib panels, cut to order with a 40-year warranty in 15 colors, plus galvalume and economy grade, and they've got all the trim and accessories to match. You can give them a call at 859-485-1928 or check out BurtSheetMetal.com. That's B-U-R-C-H SheetMetal.com. They've also got bubble insulation, permafelt, sliding door tracks, aluminum frame rails, and a bunch of other building supplies. So go check them out. BurtSheetMetal.com. They're located up in Walton, Kentucky. You can also give them a call, 859-485-1928. Or check out birchsheetmetal.com. Don't pay lumberyard prices for metal. Go direct to where it's made. That's Birch Sheet Metal. 
You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. It is the time of year when people like to make lists, and this is one that has been on my timeline. I don't know who this person is, but it's been retweeted, and apparently I, it's pretty clear that now the quarterback has replied to this tweet because Braden Gall, who is out of Nashville and has um, a show on Sirius XM College Station, Ranked the 2019 SEC quarterbacks, number one is Tua Tungavailoa. Did I say that fast enough, though, that it sounded right? Yeah, See, I, sound I, I do think that's how you say it. Okay, cool, you, awesome. I think you got it right. And then a bunch of other ones. Um, and then 14th is Terry Wilson. Mm. He ranks Terry Wilson last. Um, and then, I don't think this is a coincidence at all, um, a few, about a half hour, 45 minutes after that tweet went out, Terry Wilson tweeted out, I promise you, this season can't come fast enough. <laughs> OMG. He saw that. I think he saw this and is ready to prove uh, his medal. This is a ridiculous list, isn't it? I mean, I don't know every quarterback in the SEC, but... I'm fairly confident that the guy who was the starting quarterback for all 10 wins last season and helped them beat Penn State in a New Year's Day bowl game... Well, and the, the most important... Is not the worst quarterback in the SEC. This dude... Broke the Florida streak. Yeah. And, like, and, and, can, and he, and he, and, that's what know, I was going to say. He was up and down during the year. That but, was his highest. But, but at the swamp, facing a history that has been just a nightmarish for Kentucky, three decades of futility, how, how many good quarterbacks couldn't do, get lot. the job done? He played, I would say that's probably his best game I of think the year. So. I mean, he was electric. He had the huge run. He made a couple big throws. He threw that uh, beautiful touchdown to uh, Lynn Bowden. And he played, I mean, he played well in a bunch of other games. Not every No, I know, game. yeah. I mean, he lit up Louisville, not that that was a, you know. But you're supposed to do that. I mean, that's He did a, what he was supposed to do. Exactly. He went and played at his rival and hung a big number on him. Um, I think Terry Wilson has plenty still to prove mm-hmm. Agreed. as a quarterback. But he certainly doesn't need to go out and prove to anybody he's not the worst quarterback in the league. Yeah. it's a, it, I mean, I think they would... You know, I think if they held a draft today of all the projected starting quarterbacks in the SEC, he would go a lot earlier than 14th. I think he would go before last. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think. I mean, what's, what's the list? Who's like, who's like 11, 12, 13? Well, let me pull it back up. I, I mean, Jake Bentley, because he was a highly touted recruit, and I've fallen into that trap before, but what is Jake Bentley Well, doing? that was um, the whole premise of... Uh, South Carolina, right? All right, for, they're going to be great because he was coming back. Yeah, like that was... And I, I, mean, I mean, I did that, buy that last year, but I mean, fool me once, shame on, on me or you or... Yeah, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I, I'm not buying that again this year. So, you know, I guess I can just roll through it. So it's Tua, From, Mound, Bryant. Mound? Bryant. Oh, Mond. Kellen Mond. Mond. I mispronounced like, that. Mound? Yeah. Burrow, Garantano... Bentley at eighth, Corral, Stevens, Gatewood slash Knicks, Neal, Hicks, and Wilson. Garantano? Garantano is seventh. <laughs> I mean, what has he done? That, I, I, that, I, that's, that is odd to me. Um, you think this is a fake list and the dude just wanted attention? Maybe. Like, who is this guy? Why is anybody paying attention to his I list? I mean, know. I guess he got the attention. He's of the, verified. But so, I mean, I mean he, he's on serious the, the XM. But this station. is just his list. He's not a, he doesn't have a website 
I mean, I'm sure he has a website. Everybody has a website. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not here to apologize for Terry Wilson. I mean, I, like I said, I think he's a flawed quarterback who's got things to prove, but I don't think he's the 14th best quarterback in, out of 14 in the league. Yeah. I, and I don't, you know, maybe I'm maybe I missed something along the way, but I don't recall Garantano what his numbers were that doing were... anything that that jumped out at me. I'm, I'm pulling him up here. He was highly rated too. I mean, he he was good. He was fine. He threw for 1,900 yards, 12 touchdowns, and three interceptions. That's pretty good. But what did they? What was their record last year? Not good. They did beat Kentucky though. They did beat Kentucky. I I, I just I don't know. He ran for minus 94 yards, <laughs> so he's not a dual threat. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know what I'm missing. But. Yeah. Like I said, I, I think bottom line is I think if 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 Kentucky, if they were holding an SEC draft and they put all the quarterbacks into the pot, you know, Kentucky That'd be a big pot. I, I don't I don't think I don't think he'd be the last guy taken. I don't think he'd be the thirteenth guy taken. I mean you, I mean you could say like, oh, he's only the tenth best. I would I'd be like, ah, eh, maybe. But we, you can make an argument for him being much higher get, than that. You know? We've got to get somebody on who covers the entire SEC this summer to kind of discuss this because that is, uh, we're close to the situation, yeah, obviously. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but, uh, you know, what did, let's see. What did this guy do? Who are you looking at now? I'm looking at him against Kentucky. You're in Tano? Yeah, 12 out of 20 for 197 yards. That's nothing spectacular. I mean, it was fine. He had a fine game. Threw for over 300 yards one time. It was at Auburn. I forgot they won at Auburn. And that's probably... What a weird year for that's them. That's probably the entire... I mean, that is the entirety of his reputation. He he threw for 200 yards or less in every game of the other game of the season. Hmm. He did win a game at Auburn. That's pretty That's pretty impressive. Well, Terry Wilson won a game at Florida, which hadn't right, happened. and won a bowl game. And as I mentioned, this guy is in Tennessee, so that might factor playing, in. Playing to the base? Probably. Possibly. Who knows? I mean, I, what's his name? Who the the person with the list? I it's if I can find I it. I guess the fact that I'm asking probably tells me that he's someone looking for some attention. Well, I mean, we're all looking for attention to a certain extent, Kyle. True. I'm gonna put me out a list. Well, that's what we should do. Put, just put just lists put out this really nasty, just, controversial list that are like just rank really good players dead last in the Braden Gall. Don't know him. He's verified. Right, I, Mornings from six to ten central on ESPN's ten twenty five. The game, okay, in Nashville. Okay, that would be. I, I should put out a list, and it should. I should. It should just say the title: list of SEC quarterbacks, and then I'll just do a random number generator and just put them out in a list. And not say that this is ranking of the best or worst or whatever. It's just a list of the quarterbacks, and then see people freak out. I that think would... that's, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Uh, Terry Wilson had 340 total yards against Louisville. He had 256 and I think three touchdowns total at Florida. Uh, 278 in the win at Missouri through the game-winning touchdown pass. Yes, which he was did. a very good pass to. C.J. Conrad on maybe a play they shouldn't have gotten, but they did, and he made the play. Um, 
I don't know, man. I don't think he's a great. I don't think Terry Wilson is a great quarterback to this point. But he was also a sophomore last year, first time yep. starting in major college football. Yep, and played well. We probably spent way too much time. On we this. did some some guys list who doesn't deserve the attention. But it's it's interesting way to talk about Terry Wilson. And we got a we got a tweet about while we were hosting KSR that we weren't talking about football enough, and you directed people here. Yeah, uh, and we do talk football. We we try to balance it here. Um. I well, think Kentucky football is on a roll. We we'll talk. I think we'll talk more about that. But recruiting is red hot. Yeah, you, we you, mentioned you, it you, on you, the yeah, last, last podcast. podcast. You had a lot of talk about that. So if you if you want to hear both football and basketball, this is your spot. Coming up next, we are going to discuss our actual favorite topic. It's not really sports. We just love to talk about social media. That's what we're mm-hmm. really here for. And I thought you were going to say lawn gnomes. Lawn gnomes. Yeah, our favorite topic. We've never discussed lawn mowns. <laughs> okay. What are you on? Sorry. It was lawn, some lawn shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're on. I ate a mushroom out of my yard. <laughs> Before we get into social media talk, I do need to tell you guys two quick things. One, if you are listening to this, you obviously enjoy the podcast and probably enjoy other podcasts. And a great way to listen to podcasts is on the new Himalaya podcast app. Go to your app store and download Himalaya um, and check out Locked On Kentucky and all your other favorite podcasts. They got a cool new uh, way of doing it. It's specially curated um, and it's a really cool, fun new app. This podcast is also brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book with your own at Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded. Time for Twillery Talk. You want to look good, and you want a shirt that looks good, and you don't want your shirt to wrinkle, you don't want to itch, and you don't want sweat, well, what you need is to get to twillery.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on to get $25 off some awesome, awesome shirts. Uh, Twillery was built on a century-old family manufacturing business. They make millions of shirts a year for leading brands, and they leverage those contacts and their team's technical know-how to keep costs down while maintaining their high standards in quality and craftsmanship. Uh, as we've talked about a ton, you can get dress shirts, not just regular dress shirts, non-iron, untuckable, and performance dress shirts for as low as $55 each when you bundle, bundle four or more. Plus, you also get free shipping and returns. So try some Twills risk-free. Visit twillery.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on L O C K E D O N right now. And right now, even there's even more bonus. Enjoy a free set of bottle opener collar stays valid through June 16th. Twillery.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on to get $25 off. This is Locked On Kentucky, your team every day. Brad Calipari had some flight issues, Mr. Tucker. <laughs> hashtag airline problems hashtag airline problems normally yeah. it's sports media that are complaining about I know. problems in the airport I'm surprised and, it didn't get crushed by the uh, barstool guys that are like oh how the tables have turned <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Calipari now you know what we struggle through when we go try to cover your games yeah flying flying uh, commercial is a real bear and then the best part of that was that his sister Aaron who joined us on KSR this morning uh, immediately said, wait a minute, do you not know how to fly? Have you never flown commercial? Uh, and it's a valid question because Brad does a lot of private jets. 
as all Kentucky basketball players do. And he may have come to believe that that's how travel works. You just like drive your Escalade onto the tarmac. <laughs> you get out in your Gucci drive sunglasses the, and your <laughs> drive your car with your, your dad's uh, name signature yeah, on it. Right yeah, your Louis, your Louis Vuitton bag, and just saunter right onto the jet and take off. Uh, us peons of the world, we go through this thing called airport security, and we deal with a little thing called lack of customer service because airlines have you over a barrel. You don't have a lot of options. It's the one industry in the world that can just absolutely screw you over left and right, and you don't have much recourse, and you'll probably use them again because they might have the cheapest fare someday when you fly again, uh, or the only you know time yeah. slot you need. I mean, air, the airline industry is a racket because they they just rake you over the coals, and there's nothing you can do. Delays, lost baggage, whatever, rudeness, none of it ever seems to bite them unless they get videoed dragging some guy off a plane. but. I, so in that way, I feel just a twinge of of uh, empathy understand, I understand or the sympathy. Is, the way he was tweeting about it is that basically he missed a connecting flight. So that was probably and his fault. The, well, no, what his, his thing was, the way I was reading his tweets, is that he arrived at the gate 10 minutes before it was supposed to take off. Uh, like and he landed and yeah. it was already too late to get off. Well, and so he so was at the, the gate fault. technically before... There was the plane, you know, had left the thing and it said the boarding, it still should be boarding in theory, but they had already closed the gate, I guess, 10 minutes early. So he missed it. Um, and then that led to the even more uh, ridiculous portion of this story where he was tweeting out the fact that someone asked him in the Detroit airport if he was Coach K's son. Coach K. That's which so good. I think uh, that might be the highest form of insult you could ask a Calipari, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> you know, I think so. Like if somebody asked John Calipari if he was like, it's great to meet you, Coach K. <laughs> that would be, oh my gosh, what if we just start like, uh, you know, when we're in the the press scrum and normally like, Cal, you know, sometimes you, when there's not a mic, we just call him K. K. Hey, K. K. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you do? how long it takes him to, to uh, catch on. Uh, the my, next time he calls me by my name, when I ask him a question, I'll, then uh, I'll feel sorry for him if he doesn't like being well, he's, misidentified. He's, the uh, last couple of times you've been naming some people. Yeah, Lonnie. Lonnie, our boy John. John Hale last yeah. year. Yeah. About Every now and then. Yeah. Very rarely does normally, he interact with us as if we are normal human beings. Normally it's when we're being called out for not knowing basketball. Yeah. The, the, the genesis all, we of all winning. have the same name. We're all basketball bitches. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but yeah, let's, let's, then let's wrap here, Kyle. And if you are new listener to this podcast because you heard us on KSR, we really appreciate that. And hopefully you subscribe uh, to the podcast so you get it every day. Um, but let's go behind the scenes. And the, the thing that we got the most reaction from the show was our interview with Aaron Calipari, which was fantastic. But because of her time constraints and her schedule as a doctor who has stuff to do that really impacts the world, we could only have Ron during a segment that had a hard break at the end. And so basically, uh, I had to tell her to shut up. I didn't say it that way. <laughs> bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Cut her off right in the middle of a sweet thought about John Calipari. Okay, bye. All right, we got to go break. Bye. Goodbye. Hang up on her Shannon. Oh God, I'm going to do a tunnel. Sorry, I got to go. Bye. When you try to hang out, when you're like run, walking into an appointment and you're trying to end a phone call. Yeah, it sucked. I was like, it was so bad because I knew we were, you know, I knew we had the hard break. I thought we were going to time it just right. It was about perfect because um, she was wrapping up a story uh, where she was talking about John Calipari's best 
you know, non-basketball skills, which was funny because she started off by saying he's really good at the carnival games that are the basketball games. Yeah. Um, and then she proceeded to tell how he makes good milkshakes and makes good French toast. Yes. Um, but then she, before I could like stop her and launching into her next thing, she started to tell a story about her mom helping her with drywall, I think. Yes. And we didn't get to hear all of it. She, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, basically, it was And like, then the coolest thing happened. <laughs> bye. <Yeah. laughs> Cliffhanger. I think the, I think I'd seen her tweet about this or put it yeah. on social media where basically she put a hole in the drywall, the door hit it or something. Right. And she's like, I don't know how to fix this. Nor does her dad. Nor so, does, yeah. yeah. Ellen Calipari <laughs> spackled it right up. Yeah, and that, and that was the story that, that she was trying to share there, but it was just one of those semi-awkward things. But we really appreciate uh, anybody who found us on this show uh, because they listened to us on that show. Uh, thanks to Paul Washington and Aaron for joining us on that show. Thanks to Shannon for doing some great, great musical interludes because I was just so pleased to finally bring the Johnny Juzane train to a, to a wider audience, Kyle. I think that that's going to become a thing. The I'm going to buy you a chug chugga, 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 chugga. Chugga, 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 chugga. And then we got some good uh, outro oh, yeah, we music. Got, yeah, Crazy Train and uh, Come On Riding Train. <laughs> it's a choo-choo train. Um, and also we did a lot of Father's Day stories. We might try to do something later in this week. Uh, if you've got some Father's Day stories that you'd like to share around Kentucky sports, tweet them at LockedOnUK, and we'll share a couple um, on the show uh, because that is right around the corner. So, Kyle, I guess that's going to do it for this edition of the show. Please rate, please review, please follow us on social. As I mentioned, the Twitter handle is at LockedOnUK. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Locked on Kentucky. Like the page and join the group. Uh, we have some discussions there. Also, follow us on social media. On Twitter, I'm at Curtis Birch, B-U-R-C-H. Kyle is at Kyle Tucker underscore A-T-H. Um, please rate, please review, please subscribe. Most importantly, the best thing you can do to help this podcast grow is share it with somebody else who would enjoy. Thanks again to Birch Sheet Metal for sponsoring this edition of the show. We'll talk to you guys soon. You are Locked On Kentucky, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea. Oh, no. <laughs> Curtis Dirch. <laughs> Welcome to Locked On Kentucky. This is Curtis Dirch. <laughs> I texted Ryan about it. That's he said, funny. now you're part of the KSR family. Yeah, exactly. Misspell your name. All right, are you ready? Yeah. <clears throat>